Hey everybody, Dan here with a quick note. I know the audio in this episode is a little wonky. I don't know what happened, and I apologize, but I'll have it fixed next time. In the meantime, enjoy episode 106. It's been a long time. It's been a while. It's been a long time since we're back in road. Nice harmony there. <laughs> was it? I don't think it was. <laughs> it was a nice try. It, it was a good effort. What's up, man? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fresh Talk. Welcome back to Fresh Talk. Man, it's been a while. It's been a, a while. It's been uh, it's been almost two months. No. Yeah. No. The bad episode went up, well, a month and a half, August 19th. Oh, my God. It's been a while. Yeah, it feels like a while, but it doesn't feel like that long. It's been a while. Don't, no, we're just not going to go there. We could just do the whole episode. <laughs> could, is if somebody names something that's a tune, we just launch into it. Could, it could happen. I don't have anything for it could happen, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll find it. We'll find it. Okay, sure. Um, so, yeah, here we are. We're, we're still together. All is well. Fresh Talk still exists. Still alive. It's just been, uh, whew, it's been crazy lately. It has been a busy few weeks. It's been very, very busy, but um, all is good. I mean, the, the, the Fresh Talk still exists. We're definitely not as busy as we want to be on the Fresh Talk. <laughs> not at and, all. So if you're listening to this, thank you for, uh, hopefully this is exciting. Hopefully your phone got a little notification that a new podcast came in. And, oh, my God, it's Fresh Talk. Holy shit. At least we haven't turned into like one of those podcasts that does it like once a year. That's the worst. And then you think it's gone. And I mean, show we're up. kind of on our way. <laughs> Slowly. We're on our away. way to happiness today. Uh huh. That's a proclaimer song. It's probably not well known. I think it's very well unknown. Very well unknown. Very well unknown. unknown. <laughs> that sounds like if unknown was a bad guy and he challenged <laughs> you like very well unknown. Not a great bad guy name. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I heard the uh, new X Men Apocalypse is dope. Somebody said it's like the better uh, superhero movie in quite a while. Really? Is it? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Because I tried to watch it and I couldn't. A commercial. (laughs) Commercial for X-Men. Sucked, huh? I couldn't get into it. I hated that Generations one that everybody liked. I liked that one. I thought that one was good. I couldn't get into it. This one was kind of... I mean, so here's the thing. I obtained it from less than legal sources, but it didn't have subtitles, right? And I didn't realize that a lot of it a lot of it was not in English because there's like Apocalypse in ancient Egypt and then there's Magneto who's sort of like living undercover in Pro- or Poland and they're like not speaking English. There were Whoa. no subtitles Whoa. and we still knew exactly what was happening because it was so fucking contrived. Uh, I just, I that, that franchise troubles me. We've talked about the X-Men before on Several times. It's like, uh, I loved and adored the first two, hated the third one and then when all the new cast started to come in, it didn't do much for me, man. And I really don't know why but I just wasn't gripped by... Yeah, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what happened with me. I mean, you already know. Brian Singer did the first two, and they were great. The third one, again, shitty. Yeah. When they brought the new cast in, I was like, okay, okay, this is different. I like it. I like Fassbender as Magneto. I thought he was great. The other guy whose name I can't remember, a decent Professor X and whatever. Okay. Uh, this one, though, I yeah. just didn't... I couldn't... Apocalypse so looked cool, though. He looked he, cool as shit. He looks cool. Is he a is he good, scary character? Didn't even get far enough... To really, develop so really, them. they just it just didn't hold any of oh. our interest. And I was watching it with Jacqueline, 
and my friend Dylan is also a big comic book and X-Men nut, and we okay. were all just like, ah, no, it's not doing it. Wow. Now, speaking of comic books, I, this isn't even a proper start. We're just off and running talking Hi. about stuff. Um, what? How about Luke Cage, the new uh, Netflix Marvel series? I've heard some good things about that. I've also heard good things. I haven't started it yet. I also haven't finished Jessica Jones, which I feel obligated to do before starting another one. Um, but I, I did enjoy that one for okay. as many episodes as I had seen. And he's in it. He makes he's he sort of an alternate, uh, ancillary character. It's getting pretty good reviews. Mm -hmm. um, you know who has descended into madness, the deep, dark uh, rabbit hole of comic books? Is, is Kai. Oh, he's been there for a long time. He has, but it's bad. Like, he got comics. We've talked about this, but comics are those things in your life that you may leave for a little bit. And then when you get back into them, you're like, oh, my God, I've missed so much. And you become. And that's kind of what he's done. His his, his wife is expecting, as you know, yeah. this month. Um, very you know, soon. Yeah, Kyle will be a dad fairly soon, which is Terrifying. a mind-boggling concept on all levels. But. With that said, I think he's had some downtime because you know when your wife's pregnant, you probably stay home a little more and just you know you know she goes sure. sleep early or Especially whatever. Especially she's this pregnant. Yeah, they're exactly. not doing anything. So he's just reading comics like it's going out of style, and he's just like constantly talking about comics or tweeting about comics, and um, he seemed to be really into the Luke Cage series, which is which is cool. And, and Netflix has really created a nice universe. It, it does feel very connected. Um, I watched uh, Daredevil, of course. And I felt like... People love that. I haven't watched it. It got great reviews. You didn't do Daredevil. No, I didn't do it. I'm stunned. You did Jessica Jones, but you didn't do Daredevil? I, I don't have an explanation for it, but yes, that's what I did. I think you'd like Daredevil a lot. Everybody, and that's what I heard. Everybody, I, I think it's up your alley. Well, everybody especially dug the second season. They said it was way better. It was mm. a bit darker. Uh, I just I just haven't done, I just never started. Ooh, so you haven't even seen The Punisher? Yeah, uh, nope. Oh my! They finally did it. They did they? In my humble opinion, it's the best. And they did it been. right. Oh, they did. And I'm a big Punisher well, guy. You're the you're the, pun you're the only guy I know that's into The Punisher. I am. I thought you were going to say I am The Punisher. <laughs> Don't reveal me. <laughs> um, but uh, he's got his own series, which is just music to my ears. There's going to be a Netflix Punisher series. Right. So that's neat how they're kind of creating. Give Give Daredevil a start and. Kai, uh, I didn't do Daredevil right away, and Kai said, "Dude, you just just watch uh, the first episode of the second season, so you can be excited and see the Punisher because his arcs in the second season." And I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be responsible, and I'm gonna watch it from the beginning." Smart. And I learned so much more and understood it so much more. It drags here and there. There's one or two characters that are a little lame, but the guy who does Daredevil does really good. My biggest gripe with it is they want it to be so dark that at some points I literally think they filmed it with a black sheet. <laughs> I mean, it is so... I mean, he is blind. Maybe it's just his perspective. There are fight scenes where you're like, I think ass is being kicked, <laughs> but I have no idea. Like, it's just... You know how there's that new... There's a real popular movement in film to make it very visually dark. Yeah. Uh -huh. Like, a lot of TV shows that you see are like, what the fuck's going on here? It's like some... You know, and uh, I don't like that. I actually like that bright 80s look, you know, film. But, that explains um, the shirt you're wearing. Yes, that's true. Yes, it's bright in the 80s, <laughs> literally. Um... It can also be interpreted as racist, but I won't share people with what's on <laughs> my Just because it's pink, man. It doesn't. <laughs> so I didn't say sexist. I said <laughs> um, but I've been enjoying those, so looking forward to that. Um, now, there's another. What's the other superhero one that's that's getting ready to pop? Is it Justice League? Because I saw a bad trailer for that that looked really is it, is raunchy. That, is that coming out? I mean, that's obviously or not, not for a while. Not for quite a while. 
I honestly I don't know. Okay. Did you see Suicide Squad? I did not. You know, it's just I didn't either. That's not DC is just not my bag, baby. Me too. I don't. I just and everyone's like, oh, Harley Quinn's so hot. Like, is she? Is she? Is she? she yeah, Margot Robbie's gorgeous. Of okay, course, that's down. It. I'm not. I'm not gonna pass. But at the same time, it's not like I wasn't so blown. Knocked out by her, and I'm not a big Jared Leto guy. I told the story no. before how I briefly met him once yeah. at the fair that we played oh, yeah. in Mid State, and he just—I wasn't sure if he dissed me or his then girlfriend Carmen Diaz dissed me, but it was definitely like I don't want to talk to you. I got more of the feeling she, because at the time she was big. This is a long time ago. She was. She's not like she is now. Like, but she was a superstar then, and she had the hoodie on and the glasses right. at nighttime. She probably I think didn't she want to get to be, spotted. I think she just wanted a normal night walking around the fair, and I and I didn't even go up to her. I knew who she was, but I didn't. I went to him because I was trying to bro band to band. Like, sure, I'm a band, you're a band. We're both at the fair, and I felt like he wanted to talk to me for a second, but he was off and running. But he's. I mean, I know he's a heck of a character actor, right? I mean, is he? Is he? <laughs> That's a great question. Some people, I don't know. Some people stand by that guy. I just. I don't get it. I, he does. He has no appeal for me. I mean, not, you, not even since my so-called life, like where everybody fell in love with Claire Danes in their two seasons, uh-huh. he was the other guy. That was it. Like he's done nothing else. That I've even seen, so I guess I'm not qualified yeah. to make a judgment call about how good he is. And I don't enjoy 30 Seconds to Mars. I hate them. They're awful. And they had this weird, like, second run. I remember when the first they record did. came out, they were kind of a joke. But in recent years, they've gotten a lot of credibility. Like, I think they do really well in England. Like, Somehow. They're, yeah, they're no, they're like 30 Seconds to Mars in some areas is a big band. It's like, what the hell is going on, you know? It's very so strange. what's that guy gets to do? I, I'm always jealous and be honest when i say this but of those guys that get to do everything even the dave girl who kai you know worships up and down my beef with girls is just like stop it like not everything like why do you get to do everything <laughs> i at least feel like dave girls earned it and i'm sure jared leto leto however you say his name has put his put his time in but come on, like come on some of the performances he's done though like when he gained all that weight to play mark david chapman the guy who shot lennon in that indie movie he put on something crazy, Dan. I don't remember what it was, but it was like, I don't think it was set the record. Like somebody put on like, I think I think De Niro put on seventy pounds to play like an old Jake Lamont. Was it Haley Joel Osment putting on all that oh, weight to God. to play uh, Fat Marlon? Oh, that's real life. How He's not playing a Fat Marlon Brando. He is Fat Marlon Brando. He just looks weird. He, does. he was such a cute kid. Yeah. And that's what's funny about that one, because as a kid, you're like, oh, that guy's going to grow up, be one of these Hollywood dudes. And you're like, oh, man, it just didn't play out. You know? Boy, did he ape out. Yeah, yeah. Man, he had a child actor there. Remember when he was like the child actor? Yeah, he's still a great actor. Yeah. Yeah, he is. I remember when he declined to do Harry Potter. Yeah, I, I did he really? Um, so I'm told. It's hearsay, but. Yeah, it's hearsay. Uh, he was, what was the one? Um, well, he was just in that freaking um that series that where will ferrell did the, the yes. spoils of babylon yes he was actually really funny in that still haven't watched that i'm so behind you could you could not watch that i think i told you this and watch the will ferrell intro and the will ferrell outro and it's a joy it's it a little boring because it's so out of it's just like weird owl just super silly insanity mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that we both love weird owl but definitely just if you do start it watch the first episode if it doesn't work for you just watch the one minute intro and the 30 second close just fast forward on netflix and anybody listening to this i beg you the spoils of babylon will ferrell is this um a failed writer who's in his twilight and they reinvent his masterpiece that was lost for all these years for film 
and he directed it like 30 years ago. It's it is priceless. <laughs> you know, I mean, like the, he's he, his name's like jo- it's Eric Joffrey or something like that. And it's it's he's so, I mean, I'm just a Will Ferrell nut, but he's so good. Now, did you watch Vice Principals? I still have not watched Vice Principals. Oh. Really enjoyed. Didn't like it as much as I wanted to like it. Was a little disappointed by it. Um, but I really enjoyed the last episode, and it pulled me in for the second season, and I think there's only two seasons. Okay. So I'm excited to see what you think about that one as well. Yeah, one of my coworkers is going on and on about it, and I'm like, man, it's going to be so hard for me to get over there that it's not Eastbound and Down. It hurt me. It hurt me bad. It's not and Eastbound I was, and I was worried about that, you know? They made the two characters, the Walter guy and Danny McBride, they both made them really loud. And I know that sounds strange, but it's almost like there was a, oh, like it would have been better if it was an odd couple. Mm-hmm. And at moments it is odd couple, but then there's moments where they're both just cursing and loud and saying wild shit, which I love. But it's like, man, if they would have just had that for one character, right? It sounds weird, but I think it would have been more effective. Well, you got, I mean, you gotta have a straight man. Yeah, the, the, it's missing. To. It's missing the balance, and they try and divert Danny McBride. It, it'll be interesting. I want you. To, I want you to check it out when you get a chance. It's not a lot of episodes. It's half an hour. Yeah, it's, it's quick. Slightly darker than Eastbound, um, but there's there's similar. There's traces of that comedy in it for sure. Every episode gave me a little chuckle. How about the new season of South Park? Did you start that. I did. Oh, I did. Um, do I adore that show? It's, it's fucking fantastic. It's not last season, but I don't know if anything could be. That last season was so goddamn good. But it's, I'm just so happy it's on again. Last, I was I was upset last night when there wasn't a new episode. Like I literally went to the DVR when I hopped in bed. Thank God, new South Park. Oh, and they didn't crush it. Just crushed my dreams. And I was gonna watch one tonight. It's brutal, man. But wow, um, the end of the last episode when Cartman is talking to that girl, and that's because he's lost all his gaming right. equipment, and he's just he's just all straight laced, and he says, "Do girls have balls?" And she's like, "No." Would you like to see? And when he said, holy shit, and it just cuts, I laughed. I mean, screamed with laughter. I didn't see that coming for a mile. The, the delivery of that was so perfect. Holy, I can't even do it. It was just perfect. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, It was laugh out loud. Oh, man. He did the whole episode and brought you down that he talks like this now, and he's really not being yeah. funny at all. And then they just give you one, man. <laughs> I, I adore, adore South Park. It's fantastic. There are definitely, it's, again, not as funny, but there have been some moments that are just, like, they lure him out to the woods to play Call of Duty. And, like, and you think they're going to kill him, and you know, they <laughs> smash all his gaming They did that a couple times. Even in the first episode when the girl quits Twitter, like, the way they present that with her on the bridge, and then, like, it pans up, and a bird flies by, and I was like, well, that was fucking dark. <laughs> Turns out she threw her phone in the river, but, like, it's fucking funny. The professor cuts her off boobs. <laughs> I mean, just, like, it's just oh, it's so, 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 so Good. Finally bringing Gerald into the fold, too. Oh, yeah. Well, Gerald, actually. Yeah. Too. Game on, whore. <laughs> you had a couple of good lines, you know? Um, so, uh, well, that's what's going on with TV, which we automatically seem to default to. But what's going on with you, Dan? What have you been up to in the past month? The past month, I have been doing a whole lot of not anything. Um, uh, I'm going through a slacker phase right now. Just work and chill, work and chill. Just working and chilling, yeah. The uh, you know completed my Ventiki passport, which was a uh, you know. You did it. I did it. You want to tell the listener what the Ventiki passport is? <laughs> There's a bar in Ventura. It's my favorite bar. It's called Ventiki. Tiki bar. Oddly enough, a tiki bar. Mm-hmm. And they have like a loyalty program, and it's called the Ventiki passport. And it's basically if you have one of every drink on the menu, okay. uh, you get in a 
completely cirrhotic liver. Cirrhotic <laughs> is not the right word, but cirrhosis of the liver. Engorged liver. And, um, you know, when they put on this big dog and pony show, they blow sirens. Oh, and, they do, really? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a whole big event yeah, when you do. Yeah, yeah. Because you knew you were going in to yeah. complete the passport. Well, we, we told him. I mean, I talked to Skipper, the guy that owns the place. I was like, Scott, we're going to finish it tonight. He's like, all right. Tonight, huh? Okay, what's your name? And like, you got, you know, our names, me and Jacqueline. And How many drinks are on the passport? Uh, 43? Something like that? It's... it's 43? <laughs> yeah. You've had 43 different cock, different cocktails different, at this place. Different cocktails at this place. Uh, this, and they're not Dan, cheap so, I know you can't see this, folks, but Dan has handed me a... <laughs> Uh, destroyed uh, piece of. It's been in my well. It took us a year and a half to do. A year and a half. Wow. So it's so, been in my wallet for for over eighteen months. Uh, destroyed. Um. Uh. It basically looks like a mini golf uh, scorecard. Yeah. You know. And exactly right. and there's tons of uh, wow. Um, wow. Unbelievable, Dan. So you, you, I didn't know you hit this bar like this. I mean, I know you like that bar, but how come the mai tai isn't? So, uh, they didn't stamp it for some reason, but they're all they're all checked off. I mean, the you mai tai know, was at the final. That we did do the twenty five dollar mai tai as the last drink. That was the last. That drink. was the last drink. Twenty five dollars. What the fuck's in it? Fuck, I don't know. It's all top shelf alcohol. Man, man it, was it was delicious. I'll I'm, tell you what, though. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I, I'm not even mad at you. I'm, I'm <laughs> that's, impressed. That's just me. So yeah, I've, I've joined the ranks of you know so Zeke, you Zeke, Zeke Berkeley. He's done it too. Oh yeah, he did it. Man, so you well, get see what's interesting though is these the, for these people that don't know those bars. It is the drinks are delicious. They're amazing. I mean, like I've only been there once, which is weird to think you've been there like a hundred times. But I've been mm -hmm. there once, and I really had one of the better cocktails I've ever had oh, in town. So I like good. those type of drinks. They're I like so those good. fruity Hawaiian type drinks. Yeah. And, um, uh, I'm even having a Hawaiian iced tea right now. But with that said, like, it was an expensive drink. Yeah, they're like they average like eleven bucks. For a drink. For a drink. For a drink. Meaning you spent some coin up in that bitch. It's, yeah. I mean, I got a did fez they, out of it. Did they, they give you a fez? <laughs> you get a fez, yeah. That's dope. I forgot to get it. It's over there on the that's land. That's dope, dude. Right? Yeah. Um, well, that's, well, okay. Strike everything I'm about to say. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, that's that's still a lot of coin to spend in one bar. I mean, it do is. they give you love there? Do you ever get a free beer? Or do they ever mm. say, hey, it's Dan? I mean, is that like your joint now? Like No. I mean, they, you've been in that little bar forty times, and it's not like dance here. It's well, not I mean, like cheers. You know, you've had more. You have more than one at a time when you're a professional alcoholic like I am. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, you have two or three, and then you stumble home. Mm -hmm. um, wow. So or, I mean, we we Uber, frankly, a lot. Yeah. So you um, obviously school's back in session. You're school's in session. Guy, so you've been raging there. Been raging at work. Oh, one of the coolest things that I've ever witnessed today happened when I was at the elementary school that I'm working at this year. I walked into a classroom. To help the teacher, and what do I stumble into? Oh, All the kids. <laughs> no, I said coolest, not most disturbing. All the kids were watching the Might Be Giants on one of their like you know Meet the Elements They're videos, kidding, and I was like, right? oh, that's so much. So I just stood there and like watched, listening, like it was fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah, I was like, they must good for you, teacher. The system. That's yeah. cool, man. It is always so crazy to see, and we've talked about it with them. What happens? Like, if you would have told me that when I was in the sixth grade. And listening to They Might Be Giants, that They Might Be Giants would be now used in the sixth grade to teach, probably younger class than that. But that's weird. It's just weird to think yeah, that like hey, there's this alternative, weird, goofy pop band, and now they have a kids' market uh, where they, teachers they a bunch use of kids it. records. Yeah, I mean, they were watching the video on YouTube. It was fucking cool. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so that was that was probably they the highlight of my day today. So, <laughs> so speaking of schools. 
What do you think of this creepy clown phenomenon? I <clears throat> I love it. This and I also been... heard that a creepy clown showed up at Buena's football practice oh, last really? night. Uh, no, I well, I hadn't. Buena is one of my schools. I did not hear about this. Word on the street is a creepy clown showed up at the. They cause... made their way from the East Coast. I yeah. see. I've so, been following the story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. We got something to talk about. Um, with that said, the um, the big high school rivalry in our town where we live is uh, Buena. Buena High School versus Ventura High School. Yep. They have a big football game every year, and they're, they're in the same town, same city, uh -huh. other side of town. It's a big, big rivalry. Like, when this game happens every year, I was not aware how big it was. I went to it maybe two years ago and shit my pants because it was basically like a freaking rock concert. I mean, there were thousands of people there. There wasn't hundreds of people there. There were thousands of people there. It's a big there. deal. It's, it's like, like we're in Texas, Texas for like one day. For, yeah, for one day. The game is tomorrow night. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. I'm going to attend because I enjoyed it so much, and I'm friends with one of the coaches. Our right. buddy's Mike Evans, yep. and he's one of guy. Um, but last night at their practice, the last big practice before the big game, which ended in controversy last year, Ventura High won with like a Hail Mary touchdown. Fucking right, we did. Do. It was actually awesome. <laughs> I, I can't – I don't really enjoy, uh, you know, school athletics, and I'm telling you I was – in the zone. I mean, it was a killer ending. But um, tomorrow night's a big game. And apparently a creepy clown appeared. I don't know if it was in the stands or in the parking lot. But it appeared at their last practice. Full gear. Why a practice? And everybody was like freaked out or telling you know, F off or let's go kick his ass or whatever. And I guess the cops were called. And the cops actually took the creepy clown in. Oh, no shit. They yeah. caught the creepy they, they, That's one of the first that yeah, they've caught. Creepy clown usually runs or disappears, right? That's the fun of or it. Or it's right? a fake call. Oh, fake call. There's been a few of those interesting. in the South. So I don't know the exact uh, what happened after that, but I a lot of people I heard thought it was a great, great prank from Ventura to essentially, you know, curse and or distract ah, okay. the Buena team. Because you're stopping practice. If there's a oh, guy yeah. dressed up like a maniac clown in the stands Just staring, staring down on you, you're... You well, what's, what's funny, and I kind of forgot about this until you mentioned it, is that every year around this game, there's always a prank that the high schools play on one another oh. at the other school. What's like, the prank been this year? Do you know? Why? Well, no, I have no idea. I, mean, I, don't, I haven't heard since I was actually going to high school. Like, you know, ours was lame. Like, they threw cat food, you know, around our campus or something because the, the Ventura High School's mascot is the cougar. And Buenas is the bulldog, so yeah. like threw a bunch of dog food around <laughs> the Ventura High School campus. You know, just stupid shit like that, or they yeah. toilet paper. So uh, this is taking that to the next level, though, and very timely, I might add, with all the creepy clown shit that's so happening. So what do you know about this creepy clown thing? I remember a year or so ago, there was like a creepy clown that was all over Yahoo News that was appearing in some town, and they thought it was like a viral marketing campaign for something. And it, I thought it was genius and scary and freaky, and a couple people got pictures. I think this is great. I love it. I yeah. just think it's so cool creeping people out. Um, and not hurting And anybody. doing nothing, though. Just but, being creepy. But why did this get popular in the past month? It's been longer than a month. It's been like the last six months they've been cropping up. And it's been all the way, like, as far as, like, um, Wisconsin, like, all the way down the eastern seaboard, especially, like, in the south, like South Carolina. There have been several of them. I don't know what it's about. There's just a lot of sightings. There was one that was really kind of creepy and fucked up where they said that, like, clowns were, like, had money and trying to lure kids into the woods this cabin i'm like okay that's yeah that one was that's weird. not that's fucked up like if you're doing uh performance art or promoting and there's some speculation that it's maybe for you know promo for some indie horror movie that's coming out there might be a remake of it that's happening which is happening yeah it is happening okay uh and there's a rom zombie movie that i think is a bunch of 
killer clowns that just killer kill clowns from outer space. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's like a bunch of killer clowns. So there's some viral stuff happening as well. Uh, potentially, right? like, potentially, but. But this is just random small towns, uh, dudes dressing up to creep people out. Yeah, and the, some of the some of the reports were like, you know, there were creepy clowns with weapons, with a machete, with a gun. Mm -hmm. There were also like people arrested for making these fake calls to nine one one because there were lots of. I mean, I read so a whole litany of articles sorts of on USA Today, and it's and it's not confined to one geographic location. It's like the whole Eastern Seaboard in Wisconsin for some reason. What I love about it is I love the idea of somebody dressing up like a clown with the sole purpose of creeping people out course not hurting anybody not committing a crime but just you're driving down some small town street or you're driving in some backwoods area and then all of a sudden a fucking clown emerges from the dark mm -hmm. woods and just stares at you as you drive by and then walks back into the woods i think that's hilarious i mean it's kind of like <laughs> well, and it's, in a horror movie and it's not know? like a circus clown where the makeup is like innocent and like okay they're creepy in their own right but it's not right. like evil like these are i think scary looking clowns yeah by their makeup but as there's well. been it's a creepy whole clown as fuck. phenomenon the anti-clown phenomenon got crazy over the past 20 years i mean like yeah, like we that didn't exist when we were kids. Clowns were fun and cool, and now like people hate clowns. It's true. It they has become sort of a, a horror oriented worked its way into the ethos. But I think that's due in part to all the movies that were like clowns are clowns are fucking creepy. Now we all believe it. Man, how bad? How well, it must suck to be a clown. To be an actual clown. An actual clown. Like at I mean, imagine Bailey's. if you had like a true passion for that, and then it, it got twisted into like you scare the shit out of people, and your goal was actually to make people laugh and be fun, right? That's pretty crazy, I suppose, right? yeah. No, that, that is crazy. But I guess it's sort of de dependent upon context. I mean, you go to Cirque du Soleil and, like, if you think that's scary, there's probably something else wrong with you that happened in your past. Like, yeah. clowns have been made to look But it's creepy. become fun to hate on clowns. Yeah, I mean, we're coming off on Halloween. Like, it's a scary Such time of year. Such an easy target. Oh, yeah. Oh, and how many killer clowns are there going to be for Halloween this year? I mean, it's going to be gnarly. Mm, mm. I am fucking, for the second year in a row, going to Halloween Horror Nights are at you? Universal. Cool. This year. That's, it was fun, huh? It's fucking great. Yeah. They do it really well. It's Universal Studios, yeah. yeah. So there's like six, I think, scare zones, and there's all kinds of cool shit. You get to walk around the back lot, and like, it's cool. That's cool. That's why walking around the back lot's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like, the, you know, you go on the tram tour. Last year, the, the back lot section was uh, the Purge, because the Purge was coming out. Okay. I'm told this year it's going to be The Walking Dead. Ooh. So I mean, you walk through, the, like, the whole Psycho house, you know, all that yeah. shit. You go through the whole neighborhood. What other, like, historic movie sites do you get to see? Uh, there's, like, the Back to the Future neighborhood, mm -hmm. and... That burned down though. Did the clock tower burn? The clock down? tower burned down, but I mean, it's all Son like of a bitch. you look that at was cool as you hell. look at one wall, and you're like, oh, that's sort of Back to the Future, -y. and then you look across the alley, and it's like that's New York. Like yeah. it's all, of I course, love that camera stuff. tricks. Yeah, it's I, cool. I love it. Yeah, it's cool. I haven't been on one of those tours in a while. And one time we were down there hearing uh, one of our army freshman songs that was put in an indie movie, and they were mixing it there. And the guy, uh, let me, I think it was me, Owen, and Kai, and just said, hey man, here's some passes. Oh, that's so not cool. Pa not passes to the park, but hey, you're back here on the lot. Go walk Go check around it out. until somebody tells you to leave, and we did, and I, we should have done it even more. There's a, there's a um the, uh the oldest uh studio lot that they have there is um I forget the number, but essentially it's where they filmed 
Lon Chaney Jr. Oh shit! No, not Jr. Lon Chaney, Lon Chaney. Senior. Lon Chaney. Wow. Silent film star. Yeah. yeah. Where they Phantom of the Opera. Where they filmed Phantom of the Opera. Fuck off! That's the awesome. actual French. They have the whole. Uh, you walk into the building and they don't touch that one. It's all covered in plastic. Like they don't film anything in there. It's just like, yo, this is the oldest one. One of the original silent movie classics oh, was so done cool. here. I think I think you can probably ask to see it, but I don't think the tram car like lets you no, in. But no, it I would love to see that. I would wow. love to just stand there and be like, whoa. Like you're talking about over a hundred years old at this point. Yeah. You know, like that's legit film history. It's super film history. Uh, too cool. Too cool. Hopefully they're sure there's gonna be some creepy clowns. Creepy clowns, yeah. So that's good. So so you've been getting blitzed at a local tiki bar and even back to <laughs> On uh, weekends school. And back to work. Um I did go I, last night I went to see Blanco Eight Two. Oh my god. At Santa Barbara Bowl. Let tell yeah, I'm very, very curious. We talked about the new Blink with Skiba and all that kind of jazz. How was the show? To fill, fill in the listener. Uh, Blink was fucking great. I mean, honestly, I I think I may have only seen them once before. Okay. I've I, only seen them once or twice myself. I don't myself. think they were on any of the Warped Tours that we were no, on. They, they had already blew up. Yeah, yeah, and they, I mean, we were obviously at the Sonos, not Sonos, or the one in Japan. We were on Offset Days with them. Mm. Um, Summer Sonic. Summer Sonic, yes, thank you. So I think I had only seen them the one time. Okay. Uh, opening for Ruby Fish. So that was a long, long time ago. Yeah. They were a very different band back then. But they still put on a really, really good show. Okay. Um, the set was cool. The song, I mean, they played a lot of old was shit. Was it weird seeing Skiba? It was weird, but... I mean, it was... I, I don't know how much time you put into that record. I haven't listened to it a ton, but I've listened to it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, probably a dozen times since it came out. You know, songs here, there, not top to bottom, but like I'll pick shit out. And last night on the drive up, I put on one of their old records. I was like, you know what? I kind of forgot what they really sound like with Tom and their old yeah, sound because yeah, I've been yeah. listening to California so much. It was fun. And they played a lot of their old stuff. It was not weird at all. I mean, it was kind of weird. Like, oh, Skiba. And that was uh-huh. it. Then, how, how, how big was the crowd? Uh, it was not sold out, but it was full. Okay, so it not was sold out, but full. Yeah. Was the floor open? Like, was it standing? Like... Yeah, that's where we were. General mission. So oh, we yeah, were general down mission the floor, floor, standing basically right off to the side in front of the Maskeva. That's cool. Yeah. And, and were people way into people it? were pumped, dude. They were having a great time. What was the makeup of the crowd? Like, uh, uh, teenagers, adults? Uh... Well, from where I was, I mean, I didn't see the whole crowd, obviously. It's a big, big You know, menu. like, was it college kids? It was, was it mostly college age? kids. Uh, uh, I would say 18... Up to fifty, okay. So it's a fifty, pretty, pretty big mix. Huh? Pretty, pretty diverse crowd. I mean, in Santa Barbara, so it was mostly white. Um, you know. Yeah, I mean, if you ever, <laughs> for for some reason, if you're completely against hanging out with anybody that's not white, go see a show at the <laughs> Santa Barbara Bowl because it's in a predominantly white town. Yeah, and it's an expensive ticket because it's a nice, beautiful bowl. It is a great place to see a show. It's not a bad so, I mean, yeah. venue. Santa Barbara Bowl is one of the places that, like, I wish we would have had some type of weird opportunity to have played there, even if it was like some dumb charity local thing with like sure. 10 just to say we played there would have been cool but um the uh it's beautiful beautiful venue i love it it's I, gorgeous i, love I it. mean it, it's i haven't seen that many venues it's up there with like red rocks and you yeah. know the gorge yeah the one that we saw it's, like it's, it's the not bowl. that but it's, they're not that beautiful but, but it's, it's it's nice it's it kills range. the hollywood bowl oh it's like why would you ever go to that huge big and it's not as big as the hollywood bowl nearly as big hollywood bowl's 
massive. And you walk up to the top, and you have this nice, gorgeous view like, overlooking Santa Barbara and the ocean. And the weather's perfect. Yeah, That's a beautiful place. A cool place to see them. But I, and oddly enough, I saw Blink-182. I'm like you. I've only seen them once or twice, maybe maybe three times. But I saw them on like their last kind of reunion tour, E-Thing-E. And that was... um. That was a while back, uh, and the bats opened up for him. Which oh, wow. was cool. You know, they brought That's the awesome. bats yeah. out, you know, like, you know, made peace with Baron Von Tito yeah, and Travis Barker. And uh, with that said, they, uh, they, they weren't that good. Like, Blink's live show in their prime was always known as kind of being shitty because the, Tom just always sounded so bad live. I mean, live is, as but, you know, Skiba's not a. Live is not, tough. But Skiba's he, not a bad singer. No, he's an amazing singer. So I bet he the vocals were a lot tighter. Um,. I would have liked him to be higher in the mix just because I, and, and Jack Lane was like, well, that's kind of not his style. But I was like, no, but just the mix. Like, I know he's not like a loud singer, but like the second Mark would sing, his voice is good. It was like many decibels louder than Skiba. And I was like, okay, I get it. He's doing backups, but he could be louder. I really wanted to hear. It was also really hard to hear what was happening because we were on, on the floor and general admission and everybody was singing along wow. to every word. Okay. So it was hard to pick out the actual PA system uh-huh. vocals until I went up to get a beer and I could hear everything because I was at the top of the bowl. It sounded great. Interesting. So even where you were, the sound wasn't that good. Well, it was good. It was, I mean, it's, it did sound really good, but everybody was singing and it was so loud. And, you know, it's you've been to big venues like that. It's not made... For the front of the house not, people, I mean, it's it's meant to broadcast out to the rest. A, a big misconception, I think, in general with concerts yeah. at big venues is the closer you are, in many cases, the sound sucks. You kind of want to be like right in the middle. Yeah, you don't want to be far away. You don't want to be up top, but you don't want to be in that first row because, in some cases, depending on how big it is, you may be getting blasted by one musician's amp. Yeah, literally. You know, you may you'll get all guitar and nothing yeah, else. Like, okay, I'm yeah. So it's, it's so funny too. Like, obviously, doing what we've done for a very long time, I'm interested in how. The stage setup works and like the crew and the turnover and all the stuff and like they have these giant side fills on the side of the stage. I was like, man, those are awesome. And of course, everybody's wearing in ears. Like nothing on stage is on. Yeah, it kind of cracks me up that they have all this giant gear that no one is using. Uh huh. It's, it's just funny. Yeah, yeah. In ears are just what people do. You know. Ah, oh, it makes so much sense. What do you um? Oh, uh, was it nostalgic going to a show like that? Because when I go to a rock show like that, I get a lot of nostalgia for everything we've done. I saw Cindy Lauper the other night. Very oh, different awesome. beast. So that wasn't like a – it was nostalgic for other reasons. You felt like you my, belonged. Yes, totally. <laughs> it, was my, it was my second concert ever with Cindy Lauper. So she holds a deep place That's in really my cool. heart. And I've always been a Cindy Lauper guy. So for me, it was like a full circle thing. Like, man, look at this. Like I saw her when I was like 10. For worse or for better. Yeah, totally. And, uh, yeah. and with that said, um, I just – but going to a show like that, being a band that we could – play with or fit in with yeah that makes me a little jealous because i'm like fuck these guys are up there fucking making rock and roll and playing these killer venues and they're not playing music that's like oh i get it it's cindy lopper she sang true colors it's like why can't you know in a different world like why can't that be us or why couldn't we be opening for that i'll tell you what i i I sat through their set and time after time (laughs) j-man i was not jealous of blank but who opened for them was I'm happy about this. Sad to say I missed them was All American Rejects. I thought they would have been second. Oh, okay. They were first and we like heard them as we were Who the hell was second? <laughs> Ready for this? Yeah. A day to remember. Oh my God. Uh, and it was the fucking worst. That new school pop punk meets hardcore thing that they are poster boys for. I, honestly, I had no idea what they, they get, even sounded they like. They get all the good night. shows, dude. There's this... Well, 
it's comp. I think pop punk in general would be a great conversation and a topic for sure. perhaps another time. But some of this new school pop punk stuff that's basically hardcore kind of meets pop yeah, punk, exactly. and that's them. It's four years strong, day to remember. You see the names a lot. Yeah, they won the lottery because they get all the opening slots from the old bands. I'm serious about yeah. this. Like Blink, like Good Charlotte, like Fallout Boy, like Newfound Glory. The older bands that know, okay, I'm going to get the Chris and Dan's of the world, but I need to get Chris and Dan's little Kids. brothers, yeah. and I need some new generation blood. And they've been using these bands. Using is the right word. They've been using well, these bands them too. to put a couple, a couple hundred people in the venue that would never be there without them. What's interesting though is these bands are scoring because they're getting to play these great venues and they're getting to play with these bigger bands they're probably getting played pretty well and it's like they're probably playing with the bands that they grew up loving you know like dude yeah. like and now they're helping them I, I'm, I'm with un, you like I'm it's just, unbelievable yeah. and I'll tell you what I never heard a lick of their music before last night uh-huh. and I, now I know why uh, gonna disclaim this taste obviously is can be unaccounted for you can't account for taste sure I'm sure people like this music they're probably nice dudes. They had some catchy songs, like one or two. I was like, okay, this is catchy and it's poppy. They fucking sucked. Yeah. They sucked so bad. Just, were people into it? Or was people it a blank crowd? were fucking loving it. So they had people there for them? Would you say there were people there that like, I'm not even for Blink, like, I am here for a game uh, If they were, I didn't see them because people were super pumped for Blink anyway. I'm sure it was just a bonus. It was like, and they remember? Fuck yeah, bro. Like, yeah. It, they, and fuck if they fucking phoned it in it made me so angry playing what i don't know if they phoned it in i've never seen them before but god damn it i got so angry because i'm ready to give my life to play a show like that you know opening for blink yes at the santa barbara bowl doing a fucking arena tour i mean their set was awesome this this, the shit they brought on stage was super cool opening for blink at one of the best venues in the united states or at least in in the west coast I mean, you play, you play the best show of your life. And let me tell you, Chris, uh, I worked, and I know you know this, I worked a job once when I was tapping where literally my entire job was to accept paperwork from an overnight delivery service and take the staples out of it so it could be run through a scanner to be scanned in to their operating system so they could actually do insurance processing on it. And then when that was done, if I got done early, I stapled the paper back to get, like, this was literally my job that I did eight hours a day. That's why you're so fucked up. And this <laughs> job was more fucking exciting than the day to remember was. They were so goddamn boring on stage. I can't believe that. I thought all those new school pop punk bands do backflips and kick each other no, and no, no, no. shit no, and no. stuff. As much as I don't like <laughs> Yellow Card, they at least put on a good stage show. Uh-huh. They were at least fun. They, you're telling but me they don't... They were boring as fuck, Jay. See, that was the one thing that it made I, me so goddamn angry. I don't really enjoy many of these new school pop punk bands, but the one thing that I was falsely under the impression that they brought to the table is that they did good live shows like you know what i mean like really high energy like hey the songwriting may not be great but fuck you're gonna see some guys rocking out and you're saying that's not what happened i have seen tree stomps that were more exciting than this fucking band show was this was so boring they i mean okay they brought out giant giant beach balls and they threw them out into the crowd and i was like oh that's kind of cool and jacqueline was like yeah because they're fucking boring i was like oh my god you're totally right it's a goddamn distraction yeah they were i mean they couldn't obviously use the toilet paper roll on the leaf blower because that's less than jake's thing but they were throwing toilet paper rolls at one song people on stage doing this they look like streamers okay that's cool where's your goddamn substance this is all fucking smoke and mirrors because your shit on stage is bullshit Ugh, man, I'm so sorry to hear that. I was, 
Well, I, let's, I drink a few beers instead. Like, yeah. instead of getting angry, I was like, I'm just going to have another beer. So, so, so check this out. I, um, I uh, now that we're on the pop punk topic. Sorry, I, Dana, remember, maybe you're nice dudes. Your show sucks. Wow. Um, while we're on the topic of pop punk and new school pop punk and old school pop punk, I interviewed a gentleman for the newspaper. Um, I still occasionally write for the reporter very rarely these days, but maybe like once every so other month. a newspaper. Yeah, exactly. Um, I still occasionally write uh, music articles for something called a newspaper every once in a while. It's more like if they ask me. I don't sure, yeah, you're not doing your weekly column yeah, yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's long gone. But um, with that said, uh, they wanted to do a top 10 shows to go see in October because there's a lot of shows coming to Ventura. For whatever reason, it's this weird boom month. I know that sounds bizarre, huh. but it's off the hook, dude. Like the Did theater you see has Tech like, Nine? No, I missed Tech Nine. <laughs> the theater has like 15 shows this month. And, they're and, busy. Yeah, and, and they're not. The, the Our local theater has bigger acts. You know, they'll have like, you know, six, seven shows a month, not 15. There's one week where there's like an act every night, one being Ben Folds, which I would kill to see oh, yeah. when I'm out of town. Are you going? Uh, if there's things available, I want to go. I'm just really dragging my feet. Man. No, it'd be awesome. I mean, he's solo too. Just yeah, him and just his piano. Um, so one of the shows is Good Charlotte. Good Charlotte is back with a new record. Um, they've taken a long hiatus, Very like like a lot of those acts did. Sure. You know, um, back with a new record, and uh, the publicist reached out and said, "Hey, you know, you want to talk to anybody from Good Charlotte?" And I could not do a full article on them. I couldn't do a question and answer interview because I just. But I was like, you know what? I'll pick them as one of the ten shows to go see, and. Uh, I'll do an interview with one of the guys and say hi. We play with them once or twice. We by no means were friends with them. We had no, no. relationship with them. But one of the cooler moments Friendly. we had in our yeah. life was we got to play a one-off show in Japan with them. It was like our first international show. It was a special. I I have a a uh, place in my heart for Good Charlotte because I yeah. experienced one of the best weeks of my life. And they were an integral part of that. We played with them at the peak of their popularity. And people were like, what do you mean? They were on the cover of Rolling Stone the week we played with them in Japan. I mean, for us, especially in the genre that we were, yeah, we were playing with massive. arguably the biggest band that we could play with at that particular time. For that so, month. And, and, and honestly, they were very nice to us. Super nice to us. They were just burnt out. I remember them looking. I mean, it didn't help that it was a midnight show. Yeah, like, like they we were all flown in. They just were exhausted. They were they were in the old school music business. You're blowing up. You're going to play a million shows, a thousand interviews. They were turning into teen heartthrobs. Like, these guys yeah. were wiped out. But they were casual and nice. My thoughts on them have always been very mixed. Um, I always thought that their writing was very hit or miss. I thought they had some incredibly immature, stupid songs, yep. and I understood the backlash and the hatred. I got why a kid would hate them, because they were claiming to be punk, but they were playing this poppy stuff, but they were on MTV, and they were dating celebrities. I get it. On the flip side, in their defense, first off, they were nice guys to us the few times we met them. Yeah. Secondly, um, they came from nothing. That was not a band that like had the rich uncle that bought them shit. Like They literally were just poor white kids in Maryland that started right. a tiny little band and things fell into place. So they, I knew they worked hard. The other thing was they would occasionally have a song that I really liked. Absolutely. Again, I'm not saying I'm not one of these guys. It's this, this, there's, cause there's revisionist history with them. If you can believe it, there's people that are really, like, there are people that think that one or two of those good Charlotte records are like lost masterpieces. No, no, no. Not going there. Um, in, in, in the sense of pop punk. Sure. However, there's a few songs on each of their records that I like. I had the record. Yeah. I would I would pump the jam. And to this day, like there's a song called Complicated off their first record oh, yeah. that's a great, amazing, actually kind of in a very strange sense, 
almost a moving song about their dad leaving them and it's it's great and catchy and like, i love it there's a song called uh wondering off their second record that they wrote about that i think benji wrote about his dog i shit you not it's one of the better songs you would ever hear about a dog because you think it's about a girl you know it's great um so they've written some really good songs i like that song predictable young and hopeless that's some good songs okay great i'm done so anyway i said i'll talk to the guy say hi blah 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 and i did i um spoke to uh joel yesterday so they gave oh, me nice. one of the main dudes so friendly so cool. Right at the bat, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just mention who I am. Oh, my God. I totally remember you guys. Japan, blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's bad. And it was legit. It wasn't like he was full of shit. He remembered who we are. He was nice. Um, He was friendly. Um, And they're big where publicists, there's two types of interviews you do with these bigger artists. Mm-hmm. There's the, hey, there's a generic, if it's a phoner, you get 30 minutes. It's almost like an unspoken rule. If the guy wants to give you more, he can. But, hey, get off the phone around 30, 30 minutes. minutes. Um, but if you're bigger, it's 15, uh, Okay. if not 10. But those are the ones where the publicist emailers and say, tell you. Mr. Madden will be available for 15 minutes between this time. You call this number. In other words, we're not giving you his number. No, hold on. Um, and often they do. Hey, call so-and-so on his phone. But you call us. We'll connect you. And these guys, these, these, these publicists, they'll come in during the call. So when that hits 15 minutes, I kid you not, they will enter the call Hey, Chris, really sorry, but Joel's got to get going. We got some more interviews. Thank you so much for your time. So, and an interviewer, you know, because some of these guys abuse it. Like, you know, you're not, you talk to me for an hour, you're not going to run an hour. It'd be the whole magazine. You totally. Know? Um, but so, you know, I talked to, told him what was going on, and we had a, re- it was actually a really nice conversation. He was really open and honest about things. He's very, he's, he's very, he knows what his band is, and, and, and it was, it was really, it was good. It was a good combo, almost to the point, like, I'm bummed I couldn't do a whole one on one interview with him because it was a real good talk. But at the end, um, I, of course, pitched the bet, told him what we were up to. Um, um, but <laughs> the interviewer came in, and Joel cut him off right away and said, oh, No, 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 this is an old school yeah. friend of mine. And then everyone's like, Okay, cool. And cut him. I was like, well, that's kind of nice. He didn't have to do that. And he that's said, super cool. What he said was nice. He's like, dude, I talked to a lot of celebrity type crap places that don't know anything about the band. He's like, it's refreshing to talk to somebody that actually knows our history. So he's like, it's a great interview. Thanks. So very, very nice. But it got me thinking you know, and a lot of levels. At first, I thought, I wonder if I'll actually watch the bet. That'd be cool. Um, um, or was he just blowing hot air? But it seemed like he was going to watch it. I think he's a legit dude. Um and they were very underdoggy, and we were in a sense. I mean, yeah. there's a world where we were the good Charlotte that didn't make it. I know it sounds terrible, but there's a world where we could have had that no, backlash. The world we're in. Yes. Yeah, we yeah. didn't make it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, um, the backlash of, you know what I mean? Like, oh, my God, that's that goddamn poppy band. Sure. That, you know, they jump around like a bunch of idiots, and they're on TRL all the time. Like, that could have been us. Like, yeah. hated. Oh, it would have been rad. Um, but uh, um, so, but <laughs> they're going on tour. And and he was like, you know, he's talking about dude, we're not it's it's the same story everybody tells Dan. It's like, you know, hey man, we got families now and you know, some of the guys got jobs, one of the guys back in school and you know, we're just doing it because we love it, we're doing it for the right reasons, we made a new record, we don't have any labels, none of that bullshit. Um, but they're like, you know, we're gonna do a tour, but we're just gonna, you know, do one tour, like, you know, three weeks. We're not gonna go out for three months, you Kill know. Themselves, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, um, but they and I don't have my computer open or at least working right now and they are bringing one or two of those bands oh, no that shit. we just discussed. Of course they we are. We just discussed. And I get the reasoning and logic for it, but I just don't know if some of those new school pop punk bands 
have the songwriting that the old school ones, and I don't want to say from our genre, but the Blinks or the MXPXs or the, um, we could go on and on. Yeah. But I think that there was a little more value to the actual writing of a tune where I think some of these new school pop punk bands are almost like, it's almost like hardcore disguise. Yeah, I don't know. Go, da, 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 da. And that's the, like this whole song. Yeah, and then you know, at one point you'll get a little hook. It's like, but I thought pop punk was about hooks. I thought Green Day was about writing catchy stuff or going back to the Descendants or yep. all. It's like, hey, it's punk, but it's punk that you can kind of like groove and sing to and all that kind of stuff, you sure. know? So, I mean, it's just, it's wild to me. Well, one know? of the dudes, you know, and Dana, remember, was wearing a Descendants shirt. And I was like, man, I, I don't know. That's not translating for me. Yeah. No, no, no. I understand, man. It's, it's, it's a... It's really interesting. It's just that whole, I just kind of turned into a conversation about that. But maybe we're bitter, maybe we're old, but I'm with you, dude. I don't, I've liked some stuff that I've heard, but this whole new era that's gotten very popular, and I'm not talking about the five seconds of summer hooks to be on TV and TRL shit. I'm sure. talking about the more, the, 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 we're hardcore. We're covered in tats. We've got the look, but we have <laughs> we got the breakdowns, but we've got yeah. the you know. Newfound Glory kind of started with that a they little did. bit, well, but they did it a lot better. Oh, but they did a lot better. I mean, there's they still did. Newfound Glory songs that are like that's a great song. I yeah. mean, that's a great song. Like, I just I wonder if they uh, maybe it's just times have changed, man. I mean, maybe I'm just more stuck in that mud, but I still I love hardcore music. There's hardcore bands that I adore. But I still think they write good songs within their genre. I just, I just think the quality of songwriting has gone down the drain a little bit. Well, and that's what I certainly agree with you on. Not that I disagree with anything else, but they just the songs had no substance. Mm. They were vapid. The the lyrical content was. I guess I couldn't really hear it, but I was like, "There's this. There's nothing in anything I heard from that band that made me want to listen to it again and say, well, maybe I missed something that maybe there's something deep in those lyrics, or maybe like it's just nothing. There's nothing there for me. Yeah. yeah. So and maybe that's me, but you know, because we're getting old. Yeah. Uh, it's just that's not how music used to be. Yeah, I heard. Um, <laughs> this is ass kissing to both of us, but uh, Spotify random was rocking the other day, and Deland Avenue, the Army of Freshmen track came on. <laughs> I stopped in my tracks, man. I was listening to that, and I'm like, fuck, this is a good song. You know what I mean? I'm not saying we were good or bad or indifferent or anything, but I was like, there's a lot of heart in that song, whether you like it or not. Like, like the guy that wrote it, in terms of the lyrics, myself, I know, fucking means it. And those guys that are singing that shit, they're feeling it. And that band that's rocking out, like, I'm like, this is just a song that somebody took time to construct. And I'm like, God, you don't hear that all that much. You really don't. I feel like it's gotten fairly cookie cutter. I just don't know if people like, dude, there are exceptions to this by all means, but as they're always, I'm are. talking about pop punk, even though there's a new love for it, even though there's this new underground movement for it, which I love. And there's a lot of passion towards it. Some of these motherfuckers are just getting a free ride, dude. Some of these, some of these kids who aren't kids, but they're—I just think they happen to be right place, right sure. time. Blink needs to take out one or two younger bands. Newfound needs a new younger band or two. I'm not saying all of them, man. I don't even want to get into names because I don't want anybody tweeting us saying, "How could you say that? That band's awesome." Um, I just—I don't know. You know, I mean, jeez, jeez. Like, I'm—I'm I'm glad that that stuff's still going, and it's so refreshing that you said there were people there singing along to a band like Data. Remember, a lot of people, uh, which is great. But it's like. What the fuck, man? What, you know? what bums me about it, I think, the most is that 
there was just nothing, and I already mentioned this, nothing that made me say, okay, well, maybe I don't understand what this band's about, and I want to investigate, just to see, like, that didn't happen. Mm. Like, there are bands that I've seen, and I'm like, okay, I don't like what I've heard, but then I see them live, and I'm like, all right, you guys represented, let me give you another shot. That happened a lot. Yeah. That happened to us a lot on tour. We're like, oh, that record sounds like crap. Yeah. And we catch them, like, oh, fuck, man. It did not happen with this band at all. Mm. I mean, they just, uh, I mean, you're, I God help them if they weren't phoning it in. <laughs> yeah. But my God, if you're phoning it in at the Santa Barbara Bowl opening for Blank, what are you in it fuck for? you. What are you in it for? Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. What are you so, in it for? I'm sorry if, I'm, if if that's you know jumping to conclusions. But, but fuck. But you're right. If that don't get you going, you're either burned out and need a break, or you are spoiled rotten yeah. because you can't get shows like that. I mean, no, that those shows don't exist. Those shows don't exist no. for that genre, especially. Oh, no. You're on the only one that does. Yeah. You know, maybe you could get yourself a Green Day show or it's something not 2000. like that. Like you can't just that's go. That's as big as it's gonna get. And, like, you should just be, I mean, oh, I mean, I know how I would be. And I would be on cloud nine, and I would be in that outdoor beautiful lobby there, nursing a beer, talking to every single human being that came to that merch table. Selfies till the fucking cows came home. You'd have to drag me. You you guys have been there. We're like, Chris, we literally have dragged you. It's time to go (laughs) home. I just want to hang out in the empty venue. I mean, I, I, I... we had a lot of joy. We had a lot of joy. Well, just, you know, that stage, we've played stages way smaller than that. We've played stages way bigger than that. And not to toot our own horn, but, man, we fucked them up. Yeah. And that didn't happen last night. Yeah, we, It was sad. It was kind of sad. Whether you liked our show or not, we, it was rare when we phoned it in. There may be nights where one dude yeah. was phoning it in. <laughs> happens that 45 of us on stage is bound to happen. Yeah, it happens. But for the most part... You know, if you saw us for whatever we did, you were getting somebody, a band that was really trying hard to entertain you. You said it earlier. Yeah. It is entertainment. It, it You go see a live band for entertainment. You listen to a band because you enjoy music. Sure. But you go see a band for some type of visual factor. I mean, what's the fucking point, right? Why would you ever go see somebody sit there that doesn't either give you a show, have a light show, run around like an idiot... Or um and or tell stories or give you something that's just not on the recorded music. Yeah. It would be ludicrous to have somebody sit down in front of a mic and have nothing else on stage and just play ten songs, right? Maybe I mean, we'll just play the record. Play the record. Yeah. Even have a backup behind that's behind you. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten very cynical with live music because I think our history, like you said, I see stuff like even I saw Cindy Lauper the other night. I love Cindy Lauper, um, but. Slight sense of phoning it in. Slight sense of it here and there. There's nice. a couple been songs. Been at it a long time. Of course, man. And these people are way older. There's that big old cello uh-huh. that's happening this weekend with all the old school rock stars. Old cello. That's amazing. I yeah. haven't heard that. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I wish it was original. Oh, is that where Modest Yahoo's playing? Yeah. The, oh, no. That's that weird hippie fest that's happening up by yeah. the way. That one's fucking weird. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's just uh, live music is a different beast, man. And I is. wish I could see a couple bands that really put my faith back into it but i haven't been to a show in a while that's really like yeah yeah you know and it it, you know it did make me think of obviously we were kind of spoiled because we were on tour we saw lots of bands but the bands that we played with they fucked it up too yeah like lucky boys confusion like they put on a goddamn show yeah bowling for soup motherfucking show yeah 
Uh, we could go on and on. on, and on. River City High. All of them. Great show. Split Habit, yep. three-piece band. Great show. I mean, we, we came from a scene where people were really trying to play good shows because the level was so high, but so many people were doing it. It was so There were so many bands out there. Yeah, the United there was States was tons. There was more competition. when so you could, could actually tour yeah, as an indie band. Exactly. So I think people put on better shows because they needed to. Now, man, well, I got the Blink Tour. Fuck do I need to do? You know what I mean? Like, I'm there. Mm, yeah. I don't know. It's crazy, Dan. Disappointing. But, uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad we did another fresh talk. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a wonderful story for the next. I, episode. I know we went we went too long to get your story. We went, that's okay. That's okay. It's a um, teaser. Well, I, I almost died again, and it's it's for real. I almost died. That's it's fucking serious, crazy. serious car uh, accident, which I will re regale the listener next week with all the epic details, and we can talk car crashes in general. Sure, you've had a couple. And I have one or two. Well, I've had one or two. We got some stories, but it's it's an epic, wild, crazy ass story. Um, but hey, fresh talk is still here, still around. There's some interesting things in the works. I know I always say that and never come through <laughs> with it when it comes to fresh talk, but I can honestly, you can back me on this. There could we be, did talk about it today. There could be a move or two happening. Good stuff with fresh talk. Um, but you know, we're gonna keep rocking. We'll be back next week. Well, I mean, hell, let's get something on the calendar now sure. so we know right. we're going to do it. Um, listeners, thank you so much, as always, for joining us. Um, and we still want your suggestions. If you yes. have topics you want to talk about, Please. if you have people you want us to interview, we're happy to do it. Just let us know. Get yeah. at us. Hit us up. Let us know what's going on. If you're listening to this, I will not talk about the bet, but I demand that you watch it if you have not. <laughs> if you have watched it, get on Amazon, IMDb. And you got, some, you got some new shit recently, didn't you? Yeah, iTunes. What's Was, wasn't there a new distro that I saw you posted recently on the face? Oh, we got um, into a uh, video store. Well, you got actual physical distribution in a rental place. Yes. That's yes, awesome. Yes, yes, yes. The final, the last video rental store in the United States. Is it in Salzers? It is. It is in Salzers. <laughs> have you put your review up, Dan? I have not. You son of a bitch. I'm still waiting for my pizza. You cheating bastard. <laughs> I think so loud, you cheating bastard. I was promised a SAG card, an IMDb page. I didn't even, you know, like I thanked in the credits, but that's, you know. Like it's 10 funny. times. <laughs> Riker got thanked in the credits. That, that was, was very cool. funny. Awesome. Well, uh, I'll, we'll talk. I'll catch everybody up yeah. on that next week, and we'll tell these car crash stories. But it's, it's good to be back in the mix. Definitely. Rust off a little bit. You know, Dan, as always, where can someone can find us? Uh, we are Fresh Talk Podcast. Yes. On Facebook. So Facebook.com slash Fresh Talk Podcast. We're yes. at Fresh Talk Pod on Twitter. We're not very active, but if you get at us, we'll make sure to get back to you. That's true. Um, and FreshTalkPodcast.com. You can subscribe in any of the regular podcast apps or anywhere finer podcasts are aggregated <laughs> including iTunes um, yeah and uh, we'll hope to see you next week as soon as Chris is done choking on his Hawaiian tea woo and uh, Dan congratulations on drinking 18 million drinks it was very expensive I have a I have a felt hat to I commemorate it Fez was worth it <laughs> ah, we'll talk more about that next time can we call this episode a day not to remember that's I was mean, thinking though. like in a day to hit this news button. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. That's but. mean. Yeah, I don't want to be. I'm like, I don't. Because again, you only saw them once. Yeah, I don't know the dudes. You have to keep that in perspective. Of course, of course. How I about mean, this? Why don't you listen to a couple tunes and then if you hate the tunes in recorded form, then you can right. be like, okay, I'm out. I'll do some homework. He yeah. said they had a new record out, so I'll, and that's honestly the the song that I liked the most of what they played was from their new record. So hey, I'll, give, I'll give it a run. You gave an honest review though. It's clear that you watched them and and yeah, you fuck know yeah. what I mean. Like, and some people don't do that. Oh, I hate this. Like, you clearly you had reasons why you didn't enjoy the show. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's different having done it. 
know, I'm just saying you weren't, a, you weren't a snooty Blink fan. That's no. just like, I just want to see Blink. Because, God, I hate those people. And we ran into them a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah the and, people and, that are, I'm only here for the headliner. Well, then you know what? Walk the fuck out and come back in when the headliner's And on. I'll tell you what. I was there for them to... I didn't know anything about them at all. But I was like, show me. Change me. Impress me. Like, make me love you. And they didn't. They didn't at all. I was theirs to lose and they lost me. So I was theirs Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, uh, dudes. How about that? All right, Dan. Always a pleasure. Y'all, you want to uh, lead us out? Yeah, well, uh, I guess let's just cue the bossa nova. Bossa nova. 